you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we wanna to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is renowned therapist and parenting expert, Atara Mala, and she's blended over 30 years as a successful private practice therapist with her own personal experience as a working mother. That's right, ladies, this show's for you. If you're a working mom and you're like stressed out, work-life balance and all that, we're here to debunk some of those myths and really help you understand why you're struggling and how to get through it. That's what Atara is all about. Uh, she's developed a proving parenting system that gives her clients the tools and confidence to achieve a more satisfying work-life balance and find calm in the chaos of their daily demands. Atara holds several advanced degrees and professional certifications and is the founding director of both the Parenting University and the Advisory Center for Adolescence. She is a dynamic and inspiring keynote speaker who has served thousands of professional women and working parents through lectures and workshops around the world. Her new book is A Working Mother's GPS, a guide to parenting success for the modern working mom. If that's you, listen up. We're going to get into some of the struggles you're facing and how to find your way through it. So you can find Atara at themommyguiltexpert.com. The mommyguiltexpert.com. Atara, welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps on that intro, would you? Definitely. Thanks for inviting me here. I am so glad to be part of Startup Nation. And you actually took me down a trip to on memory lane. 
Because as you mentioned, I've been doing this over 35 years and I still sometimes wake up in a cold sweat, Joseph, imagining the way I felt when I had overextended myself, had my private practice office to pay rent for, was paying for my university um, tuition, and I didn't have a way of covering it. And I was way, I was far away from my first 100,000K. I mm. believed in myself. I believed in what I was doing. I believed in my clients and it just wasn't working out. And I felt like I was floundering and I'm not good at that. Yeah, nobody likes floundering. So we're going to get into that story, the struggles, how you got through it, how others can get through it. But tell us something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. What very few people know, because I show up as professional and loving every moment, either when I'm on stage as a keynote speaker or um, being the sensitive and um, I hope impactful therapist, is that if I had to choose the one thing I am most proud of in my life, it's being a mom and a grandma. I feel that that's my greatest success and my legacy. And the fact that I am a deeply spiritual person and see hugs from God all through the day. I mean, even finding a parking spot in Brooklyn. I, I kid you not, okay? <laughs> I thank him and I say, okay, thank you for this. I love you too. So that's something that people don't know. They see me as extremely analytical and um, intelligent and practical, but there's this spiritual, emotional side of me that fills me with joy and passion and meaning. Mm, I love it. I love it. All right. So Startup Nation, you may not know this, and I'm going to put this out there and just make Atara a little uncomfortable because that's what I do, right? And before she came on the show, she was just real and vulnerable. And she asked, she's like, Joseph, you just recently married. And I saw you went to Santorini, Greece on your honeymoon. And then I said, oh, yeah. And God bless us with a new baby. We have a baby on the way. And she just started, her face started leaking right? And she started tearing up and she's like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. That's amazing, right? Because she connects with that, as she just said. That's her greatest accomplishment is bringing new life into the world and then watching that life blossom, right? So uh, then she said, okay, Joseph, we're ready. I'm gonna put on my professional face. I'm ready to go. And I said, don't you dare. Don't you dare. And that's the problem, Startup Nation. So many of us, and I'm not putting Atara down in any way. She's human just like me and the rest of us. And we're tempted, the lie we're tempted to do is to put on our mask and then go and perform in what we call life or the business world. And we, we leave behind who we actually are, our true identity, vulnerable, insecure at times, lost, confused, broken, right? That's my other show, Broken Catholic. Why? Because I'm a broken mess 98% of the time of my life, right? So I love that Atara did that. And I said, Atara, let's show up. Let's, let's integrate everything together, right? It's not a this or that. It's this and that. This is who you are. Show up that way. So Atara, thank you for letting me make you uncomfortable. And hopefully that wasn't too bad. All right. So let's get into it. Um, first off, I want to go back in time uh, to that journey, right? Uh, your first 100K starting out, you're a mom, you got things going out of fires to put out every day, constantly. And for some of my listeners right now, that's their current situation. So take us back in time and share with us that story, would you? Yes. Um I don't even have to go that far back in time because many times I feel like I'm living a split screen 
Yes, I've gotten to where I've gotten, but I still every day see myself the way I were, I, I was. I suppose that, you know, we are layers. As we grow, we remain who we were and hopefully we improve and we become wiser and maybe more battered, maybe more bruised, also in the business world, also in the personal world. But I stayed authentically me. And you are so right. You know what? I connected to what you said before and then I'll answer your question. If you ask me, when am I the most powerful and impactful? It's not when I'm most professional. It's when I show that side of me. And here's the answer to the question. The turning point with me having bills that I ignored until I got, you know, the red ones, which they were cutting off your utilities and uh, believing in myself and signing another year's lease saying, I don't know how I'm going to do this and staring out the window when a client canceled because that was the difference between survival and less survival mm. was one night when I was invited to give a keynote speech for very many working parents, it wasn't only women. And um, they, I, I know, they thought, why was I invited? Well, I had had uh, my sixth child by then and I had written a book by then and they thought, well, if she can do it, she might have something to share. And as I was leaving the house, I thought I was so organized and right, quote unquote, professional. I had everything down. I had the car ordered. I had my notes all ready. I had um, prepared the clothing for the children for the next day. Wouldn't you believe it? And my youngest, who was then four, plunked himself down in front of the door with his knees under his chin and his big eyes filling with tears. I, that was genetically my, my fault because we all weep when we get emotional in this family. And he just said, mommy, don't go. And I'm trying to convince him and bribe him. And, you know, in my mind, it's, I'm getting late. I'm getting late. And I am never late. Um, and he's just sitting there saying, don't go, don't go. And yeah, the end of the story is I forcibly picked him up lovingly and put him in the hands of the nanny and left. And I got up on stage there and I could not begin the lecture. I was honest and I shared this with all of them. And I said, I don't know what to tell you. I do know that I did not sign up for this. And I think that part of being stuck in my business life right now is feeling torn. When I'm at home, I think I should be doing stuff for my business. And when I'm in my important relationships, and I think that this affects anybody in Startup Nation or anybody in the world, doesn't matter if you're a working mom or if you're, if you're a person connected to any other person, when I am home or with the important people in my life, I'm thinking about business. And when I'm at business, I'm feeling guilty that I'm not where I should be. And constantly being torn is just not creating the possibility for blessing and success. I feel like all the energy is going out, no energy is getting in, and a secret, which I haven't really shared much, but it seems that this is something, this is the effect you have on me, is that I felt guilty enjoying my time away at work. Because I felt mm. that if I would have been a better parent or a better mom, I really should be enjoying going home more than I did coming into my office opening up the Venetian blinds, seeing the sun, having that third cup of coffee because the first one, you know, first one was at five in the morning and just enjoy the glorious workday when really if I was a good mom, I should maybe be bringing lunch to my kid who had a test that day or wanting to go home and hug the latest baby. And that was mm. not easy. You know, Tara, I'm a dude, right? And so Typically, you wouldn't think I could resonate with some of that, but I can, right? Because I have, uh, you know, three sisters that are mamas of five kids each. They homeschool the kids and, and they have all those pressures and challenges and everything. And, 
Um, I think you broke that down really well. Um, just the guilt that like neither one is wrong, right? Going and having that career, if you're a driven person, God put that wiring in you, right? And you actually enjoy it. You get to the office and you're like, yeah, I'm ready to crush it. Let's do this, right? But then it's like you have to choose, ah, but now I'm not being a good mother or a good parent. And, and, and what, a, what a difficult choice that is. So I got to ask you this, right? For all our working moms out there that are successful business owners and CEOs that feel this mommy guilt, how did you, uh, a mother of six and very successful in business, how did you go from mommy guilt to, as you put it, mommy gold? And, and what does Startup Nation need to do in order to do that? Break it down real practical for us, okay? Because you know the messes in our lives. I do. Well, step one was your, I think your last or one of your last podcasts in November 2019, where you said that we are our own worst enemies because of the internal critic that we have sitting on our shoulders. Because we wake up in the morning, what do you say? The first five minutes of the day is where we just come down on ourselves. We didn't do this and we should have done that. And why didn't we do that? And how could we do that? This negative energy drags us down. So the first thing to do is to be aware of how we are sabotaging ourselves. That's first of all. Mm. Because I do believe in the cosmic reality of, I'm not going to call it the secret, you know, you could go read the book or watch the movie, but it is something that we bring the energy around us and we need to allow ourselves to deserve the blessings that there are in the world, that we can create, that we can enjoy the bounty. And if we punish ourselves, that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So the mm. first thing is, as long as we know, and you know, we spoke about this before, you know, you shared secrets out of school, so I'm going to do the same. Before we began this recording, you said you don't either believe in work-life balance. That is the great myth, and that is the great torture for anybody. By the way, it's not, it can be a dude, as you said, who is very involved, whether it's in community or religion or sports or their family or taking care of elderly parents or whatever it is, they also have this tug of war. So step one, know what you're thinking, how you're sabotaging yourself and switch the internal recording. But how do you do that? And what do you switch that with? So here is what I do. I love clarity. I think clarity is one of the greatest gifts in life. So here's my clarity. I felt guilty because I was trying to do the impossible. You cannot be in two places at once. That's the lead for the angels, not me and you. So when I was at work, I never answered the phone. I did not think what was going on at home. My theory and my method of parenting is what helped me do this. I call it GPS because it's guidelines to parenting success. And I have another one that's guidelines to professional success. That's the GPS. And here is what it, it's all the same thing. Surprise, surprise. Clarity is I divided it with the three traffic light colors. Green love go, red authority no, yellow trust slow. We all, doesn't matter where in the world you are, and you have people listening in all of, from all over the globe. Anytime you see the red traffic light, you stop. Doesn't matter if you're in Paris, Tokyo, New York. 
Anytime you see the green, I hope you're careful, but you press on the gas. And anytime you see the yellow, you know that you have to be cautious and make sure that your decision to either stop quickly or make the light is not going to hurt those around you or those that depend on you. These are the three components, Joseph, that I feel anybody needs not only for a successful life, but for a successful business, not only the first 100K, but the first 100 million. I mean, the sky's the limit. There is no end to what we can earn and what we can give because when we earn, I think that we should give back to the community and to life. And, and, and this is the beauty of it all. So when you have these three components at home and at work, you know how to love, communicate, and encourage. You know that's the green. With the red, you know how to set boundaries. You know how to deal with conflict and you learn self-control. And with yellow, you learn how to make decisions, how to trust others, and how to delegate responsibility. You have the winning formula. And the way I turn mommy guilt into mommy gold, when I use these three steps at work, I didn't become one person at home and one person at work where I felt torn and shattered and exhausted. I practiced at work to be a better mom at home. And I practiced these theories and skills at, and tactics at home so that when I got back to work after the weekend or after some vacation, I was even better, the new improved version, than I was before. So there was this integration where I felt I was just investing in the same thing, becoming better, more proficient, and more powerful, and I showed up 100% in both places. Mm. That's what I'm taking away from that step two is be fully present where you are. Whether if you're at home being a mom or a dad, be 100% present with your kids. Stop thinking about work. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And when you're at work, be 100% present at work with the people in front of you, the goals, the accomplishments, the projects, whatever you have in front of you. Don't be thinking about your home life. And then schedule accordingly, right? So that you're giving adequate time to both. All right. So I got, this is what I'm taking away, right? Number one, from Atara, Atara Startup Nation is be aware of self-sabotage. That is key, right? You got to get a lockdown on your mental game. That's, that's everything, right? Um, step two, be fully present where you are. If you're at work, be at work. If you're at home, be at home. And then Atara, give me the step three. Does it look like that GPS? And I need you to break that down a little further for us novices who haven't read your book yet. Okay. So step three, I thought I broke it down a little bit, but I will give an actionable um, suggestion in a moment. Um, so I don't want to go back. I want to go forward and then I'll give a suggestion. The step three is giving ourselves permission to enjoy being in both places. Because what you said now, you know, is very technical. It's very correct. It's an analyzation. It's a formula. But that's not what you asked of me before. And that's not really where our hearts and souls are. So go, when girl. I'm at work, go girl. <laughs> so when I'm at work, don't let that sabotage. How can you do that? It's not so important. This isn't your eternal work. You know what? This is your God-given talent. Enjoy it. Revel in it. Give yourself permission to connect, to succeed, and do it. When you're home, sitting on the floor playing, playing Legos, even if you're the one who has the corner office, enjoy the sweet, um, calmness and actually ingenuity. Because if you want, I'll share something about a child that I feel I learn a lot of, a lot of my success is thanks to learning from my children. Not only that they learn from me. Case in point, 
I once was telling a story to my two oldest. I was a very young mother then, and I felt all great. I had one of them on my right side, one of them on my left. Of course, this is after dinner, and they were bathing. The hair was brushed, and I felt all great. And I actually was eyeing the clock to quickly put them to bed. I love to read and to have my cup of coffee and read. And here I was reading them a nighttime story, and they started to bicker. They both wanted to sit on my right side. Ever heard of something like that? He wanted to, she wanted to, and I was all this wise mind, right? So I said, oh, with all the patience, I wasn't really me because really me was tired and nervous. It's the end of a long day. Stop this. Be happy I'm reading you something instead of just dumping you into bed. No, I was all like, honey, you take a turn for the first five minutes and you take a turn for the next five minutes. No, because they each wanted to be first. Couldn't do that. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to sit. You stay on the couch. I'll take a chair. I'll sit a course from you. And that way, both of you are there. Not that either. Well, then I became the real me. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make a cup of coffee. And if you don't figure this out, when I come back, you're both going to bed and there's no stories for a week. So I went into the kitchen. I felt, well, I am the professional. I am the therapist. I am the businesswoman. They'll never figure this out. I got myself a free 15 minutes. Wouldn't you know it, Joseph, I came back. My daughter, who was then three, was holding my son of 18 months on her lap. And they both sat on my right side. (laughs) <laughs> startup nation what a beautiful lesson for us adults <laughs> sometimes compromise is a great solution got that so and give yourself permission step three give yourself permission to just soak up whatever you're doing and enjoy it instead mm. of telling yourself shoulda coulda woulda no mm. just be there that's okay. it soak up the moment yes I really get that. That's fantastic. All right. So now for, if you're a guy listening right now and you're like, Atara, that sounds wonderful, but it's way too foo-foo for me, right? You know, give me the, 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 the strategies. Give me the steps. I'm a dad. Maybe I'm a single dad right now. I wrestle with the same challenges. I got daddy guilt. Like, what, what do I do? And can you break it down in a linear, like practical, boom, formulaic, uh, approach. And maybe you can, maybe you can, but I just want to give that opportunity for our, our bros that are listening right now, because we all, we all have the same struggles. Let's be honest. Yes, I can. And yes, I will. But I'm not only inviting the dads or the guys or the dudes, I'm inviting every person who listens to this. And here we go. Very, very strategic. So remember the green, the red, and the yellow, because again, anytime you're missing one of these components, it's not going to be a winning formula. Many people limp through life and find that out at the end. I'm letting you know this right now, okay? But you're the boss. You're the one with your hands on the steering wheel to decide how much of each, how much of the green, how much of the red, and how much of the yellow you want to use in any given situation. If you don't mind me just being formulaic with something I love, because you said combine it, I love coffee. Think about this. You're the one who decides how much hot water, how much coffee, how much Mm. sweetener, if any, and how much creamer, if any. It's the same cup of coffee, but you can decide if you want an iced coffee, if you want a black coffee, if you want, I don't know, whatever it is. It's the same components of water, coffee, sweetener, and milk, but you're the one who decides how. And since I love choice, which I feel is a God-given gift and a tremendous responsibility, I'm going to give you guys the formula, but remember, you are responsible for deciding when and how and how much and why you're going to use it. So your success is yours and glory in it and be thrilled with it. Okay. The green, let's take something actionable. Green is all about encouragement, routines, love, communication. I'm going to give an example 
or an actionable um, recommendation for something that we can do at work and at home. So remember, everything I'm choosing now works in both places. Guys, girls, whoever, use this in both places. Green is catching somebody doing something good. Mm. We usually point out, eat with your mouth closed. Why wasn't this double checked? Um, this report is missing that graph of information. Got it. But how about switching to catching people doing something good? Even unintentionally, I, you know, I'm an expert at this. If my kids were sitting quiet because they're exhausted, I just say, oh, that's so great that you let me speak to grandma without interrupting me. And they didn't <laughs> have that in mind. Okay. <laughs> so you catch your staff, your coworkers, your, your boss, you know, hello, boss needs that too. Doing something good and express it. It creates mm. a tremendous amount of goodwill and bonus. Catch yourself doing something good once in a while. Nice. That right, is I got that. That's the green light. Red. Everything that has to do with boundaries, self-control, conflict resolution. Okay. When you cannot do something, stick up for yourself. And here's the formula. I'll give you an example at home and at work. You say, I can't, but I can. Your boss asks you to stay overtime. You can say, I can't stay tonight but I could come early tomorrow morning and it'll be on your desk at nine. I, I you know I'm just imagining this. Mm -hmm. Your child wants you to drive them to practice. You could say, honey, I can't drive you. You'll have to take the bus, but I will be able to be waiting for you to pick you up with hot chocolate because it's raining outside. So you first say what you can't and then you say what you can. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. It's huge because immediately it's not uh, this or that. You're not saying no to the person. You're saying, hey, let me create a new possibility. That Not only that, it doesn't open up negotiations, which yep. are exhausting. You yes, know, I don't they know are. Time. Waste of time. Waste of time. Give me yellow. What you got? Yellow is, of course, the caution, decision-making, self-care. And here is something, instead of doing, see, this is counterintuitive. I call this slow talk. And here it goes. Most people at work and at home jump in to create solutions which is counterproductive. Mm -hmm. Example, first at home and then at work. So slow talk is give it a moment. Mm -hmm. Slow down. Give space to the other person. Ma, could I go downstairs even though I didn't finish my homework? So you know what I would say. You know the rule. Da-da-da-da. Last time you... No. How about if I'm just quiet? You know what happened to me personally? Here's another. I didn't answer. I wasn't ignoring. I just was giving it time, contemplating. And you know what? I might as well do my homework now because that way when I go out, I'll enjoy it more because I won't have to keep looking at my watch to come up. All right, you know, forget it. I didn't say a word. I just gave the yellow space for them to figure something out at mm. work. Um, I know we're going through a tough year, but can we speak about the bonuses? And you're lucky and you say, yeah, uh-huh. You know what? Maybe I'll come back in February because I know we have that big event going on. Maybe then it'll be a better time. I didn't criticize. I didn't jump in. I didn't clear the underbrush for anyone. And actually my silence, which was a connecting, understanding silence, was giving over the message, I believe that you can figure this out. Mm, I love that. That has so many powerful implications just firsthand in my own life, in my own business. However, I didn't do it as smoothly in my previous company that just got acquired, my co-working spaces. And, and I used to just turn to the person and say, figure it out. 
which was also effective, but not as graceful, right? And I think your way is so much better than my way. So Startup Nation, I, I encourage you, listen to what Atara is saying, like allow the space for people to figure it out. And the way you do that is just be silent. It's one of the most difficult things. Why? Because yeah. we want to solve things. We want to tell people they're wrong, right? And, and just allow them to figure it out. And just by waiting a moment, sometimes it's 60 seconds, sometimes it's 10 seconds, they come up with a, a solution that actually works for everybody. So Tari, I really love that. Fantastic. Thank you for breaking those down. I know you did three and three, so you went extra overboard. So we're out of time already, as you know. Um, so let's get into my favorite part of the show. But before we do, Startup Nation, you're listening to Atara Mala. You can find her at themommyguiltexpert.com. Themommyguiltexpert.com. And she's got a book called A Working Mother's GPS. You may want to go find that book on her website. Get that now. You need to be GPSed in. You need it. If you don't know where you're going, you're floundering, as she says. And none of us like like floundering. All right. So Atara, welcome to the hustle round, my favorite part of the show. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? Yes. Let's All right. do it. And Startup Nation, as you can see, I'm speaking faster on this show because I got a New Yorker as a guest. And you know, these New Yorkers, they just talk, 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 talk. And I'm one of them. And I've slowed it down since I've lived in the South, but I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it. Atara. What's your favorite thing about being an, uh, an entrepreneur? Not having a boss. Got it. What's your least favorite thing? Not having a boss. <laughs> Sometimes we need the guidance. I need Tell to blame what someone. To do. No, Tell me to what to someone. do <laughs> so I can blame you. All right. What are you most afraid of? Becoming bored. Becoming bored. That's an honest answer, especially from a mom. Got it. What did you spend way too much time doing in your first year in business? Trying to figure out everything before it happened. I was oh planning for disasters. Yeah. Yeah. I think we call that worry. I right? yeah. worry about the future before we're even looking at the present. What secret fear do you have about people? Um, that they will think I am too perfect and not see enough of my struggle. Hmm. And here's a bonus question because you brought it up. What are you currently struggling with if you were just 100% transparent with us? Um, reaching enough people to share my online programs with. Yeah, I get that. Thank you for that. That's real. Uh, what do you wish you had learned sooner in business? To trust myself and trust other people. Yeah, got it. And what's a new habit you want to form? I want to learn yoga. Yoga, yoga. <laughs> If you're a yogi out there, an expert in yoga, reach out to Atara. She may be the person you're looking for. What's a bad habit you want to break? Going to sleep too late because I have to finish the last chapter in the book. <laughs> the intrigue frame is so tempting. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Practical, passionate, and emotional. Hmm. Pick three words to describe who you are your first year in business. Hesitant, naive, and determined. I like it. And last question, Atara, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your kitties, your grandkitties in the eyes, and give them only one piece of advice for their life, 
what would you say to them? Whatever it is you believe is important to do, do it now and don't put it off for the best time, the perfect time or a better time ever. Now, begin it this moment. Life is wasted by putting things off for the perfect time, which never arrives. Mm, so true. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K in the next 12 months? It can be done. You can do it. You have every God-given talent you need. Connect to people who bring out the best in you. Stay the course and share your fortune. Mm. Startup Nation, connect to people who bring out the best in you. Such great advice. Atara, uh, what do you have for Startup Nation? I know you have a gift you want to give them, and how can they connect with you? They can go to www.specialpodcastbonus.com, specialpodcastbonus.com, because this is a very special podcast. And the bonus is hearing you, connecting to you. And actually, I think we found a person who brings out the best in us, and uh, I'm talking to him right now. Oh my gosh. I like almost missed that awesome, awesome encouragement because I was doing like a detail thing here, writing a note to myself. You know what? Thank you. And I remember you wrote to me before you came on the show and you said, Joseph, I listened to so many shows. I am addicted to this podcast. And I just want to thank you for that because without you, my listener, who is now my guest, you got promoted, right? Yes. Without you, this show doesn't happen. And the same thing for you, Startup Nation. Without you listening and sharing the show with your friends and people you love who you just want to see win in life, just like you, you know, without you doing that, like, why am I here? So I, I just want to thank you for that. And thank you for believing in me. And I know some of you don't get my personality. Some of you put negative reviews and, and other things on iTunes. Listen, I get it. I totally get it. I'm going to rub people the wrong way, but I'd rather be confronting because I stand for something than be quiet and part of the white noise, standing for nothing. So thank you for letting me show up every week in your ears and, and stand for something with you and in, in your heart, as Atara would say. Fantastic. All right. So Startup Nation, if you do like my personality, if you do need some encouragement in your life, if you have your own struggles, like Atara admitted hers, I, I have mine. If you're struggling with something and you need that outside perspective, you need someone to look into the thing you're in, the storm you're in, but you need objectivity. You need a breakthrough. You need clarity. As Atara said, clarity is one of the most important things you could ever be gifted within mm -hmm. your life. If you need that, schedule a spiritual clarity call with me. This is what I do. This is the gifting God gave me. We'll jump on a call together, 30 to 45 minutes, and I promise you, you will get clarity in the thing you're struggling with. At the very least, you'll leave that call with a breakthrough. At the very least, you could go to josephwarren.net and schedule that call with me right now. Let's, I want to meet you face-to-face. -face. I, I want to hear about your life and what you're struggling with. Stop sitting there silently and going, I think I should, I wish I could, but then not taking the action. You got to take a bold action. That's what it looks like, okay? So, Tara, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, girl. Thank you. Good luck, everybody. God See bless. you again. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. 
On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.